This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to this week's episode of Loving Animals with Robin Ganser. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Pet Life Radio. We are here today and every day to celebrate our love for animals. And today's guest is a gentleman who loves animals so much that he's devoted his his life and his career to building a better world for our furry friends. Stay tuned and thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Loving Animals. We'll be right back. Tired of wasting money on giant bags, boxes, and jugs of litter that don't last? Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter that lets you use less and get more. World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to deliver outstanding odor control and easy cleanup. It's lightweight, 99% dust-free, and pet, people, and planet-friendly. It's even flushable. Make the switch to World's Best Cat Litter and save $2. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite is nutrition. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Lico Chops with omega-3, omega-6, vitamin E. And now, six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Loving Animals with your host, Robin Gansert. Please join me in welcoming Rich Anderson, the Executive Director and CEO of Peggy Adams Animal Rescue League. Rich, welcome to our show. Thanks so much, Robin. I really, really appreciate you having me on. Well, we're thrilled to have you on. Rich, you've had an amazing career, 25 years in the nonprofit sector, really helping to build a better world with the American Red Cross. I know you've worked with the Humane Society of Broward County, ASPCA, North Shore Animal League, World Society for the Protection of Animals. I mean, the list is stunning. And I know back in 2011, Peggy Adams Animal Rescue League was so lucky and fortunate to get you as their executive director. Tell us a little bit about your background, and then I want to know, when did you first know you were going to devote your life to, uh, to animals? Sure, and, and you're too kind. But uh, yeah, so I've been in uh, the nonprofit sector for almost 30 years. Um, ever since I got out of college, went to work at the Red Cross, and it was just ended up being my passion. Um, it's not what I intended to be doing after college, but I uh, just fell in love with nonprofit work, and uh, and I'm just fortunate to be where I am today at Peggy Adams. You know, my first introduction to animal welfare was at the Humane Society of Broward County in Fort Lauderdale, and uh, ever since, I've been uh, working with animal welfare organizations uh, around the country, as, as you mentioned. That's wonderful. I mean, it's such incredible work, but I have to go back to your early years, Rich. What was your first animal that uh, was in your life? Because I know there had to be a very special first pet that helped yeah, to... Uh, there were, sure. Yeah. There, I mean, we had we had a number. You know, our first pet was, was a cat, uh, Jenny, a uh, beautiful black cat. Yeah, she, she was our first 
family companion animal way, way, way back. So that got things started. We had hamsters. Uh, I've had dogs. Um, had a great dog named Tammy uh, growing up. Uh, it was probably in my youth uh, the animal that I that I grew most uh, closely to. Mm-hmm. Uh, really loved that dog and was just a great member of our family. Rich, I have to ask you, where did you grow up? Did you grow up in Florida? No, no, I grew up in Rhode Island. Uh, mm-hmm. So like many, many, many of us here in Florida had dreams of warmer climate and uh, gradually made my way down to Florida uh, after about 10 years in Washington, D.C. I uh, finally made my way down to Florida with my family. That's wonderful. I tell you, it's cold today in Washington, so it's really nice to be in, in sunny Florida today, that's for sure. So I think you made the best Washington. choice. I love Washington. Yeah, I love it, too. I love it, too. Rich, Peggy Adams is an amazing organization here in Palm Beach County. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about what you do at Peggy Adams Animal Rescue League? And who was Peggy Adams? So uh, the Animal Rescue League, now called Peggy Adams Animal Rescue League, started in 1924. A group of women uh, in Palm Beach felt like they needed to do something to address an issue that uh, plagued a lot of Florida back in the day of people coming down during the winter months and then heading north and sadly heading back north without their animals and leaving their animals behind. So again, back in 1924, these women in Palm Beach wanted to do something to solve that problem. They started a shelter, incorporated the Animal Rescue League in 1925. We are the longest uh, continuously operating uh, animal welfare organization here in Palm Beach County. And Peggy Adams, uh, good question. Where's the name come from? We, we hear that a lot. We get asked that question quite a bit. So Peggy Adams was a woman who lived in Palm Beach, uh, and uh, an animal lover, animal advocate, passed away suddenly, unexpectedly. Her husband, knowing how much she cared for and how compassionate she was and just how dedicated she was personally to animal welfare, approached the Animal Rescue League and uh, asked if he made a significant contribution towards the organization's endowment, if they would consider uh, naming the organization after his wife. And so that is when it became Peggy Adams Animal Rescue League about uh, 40 years ago. Wow. What a great story and a great tribute to a woman. I, I love that it was her husband that came to the organization to honor her in that very special way. That's fantastic. Well, I think it's amazing what you do every year. The Rescue League provides services to over 45,000 cats, dogs, puppies, and kittens each year. Rich, that's amazing. What problems, what issues are you seeing with overpopulation and with animal welfare in Palm Beach County right now? So like, like most communities, we have, we have an area where there still is a challenge of uh, there being too many animals. And the bottom line is too many animals resulting in too many animals ending up at the uh, government-run shelter here in Palm Beach County, where there is a lack of resources, a lack of space um, to care for all these animals. And so Peggy Adams Animal Rescue League, our focus is to prevent animals from ending up at the county shelter period and making sure that we are working towards saving the life of every single adoptable animal here in Palm Beach County. Peggy Adams has, has benefited lives since 1924 of more than one million animals in its history. But I think what's, what's been happening over the last five, six years here in Palm Beach County has really made a mark here in the community and is really, I think, showing other parts of Florida in other parts of the country, what can be done if the local nonprofit animal welfare community joins together 
uh, with the government-run uh, operations um, to solve the problem of pet overpopulation um, in our community. It's wonderful. And part of this effort is really reflected in Countdown to Zero, which is, for listeners, an amazing community collaboration to uh, with the Mission of Ending Euthanasia of Adoptable Animals in Palm Beach County by 2024. Rich, can you share with us how Countdown to Zero came about? Yeah, it's, you know, Palm Beach County was, uh, in many ways, your typical community. The nonprofit uh, animal welfare uh, community and the government-run agency had not worked closely together pretty much uh, at any time um, over the decades. Uh, and so we made a point to reach out to the county, and just to give you a little bit of background, the county shelter is the only shelter that uh, is an open admission shelter, meaning their doors are always open and any animal that walks in that door, they take in, regardless of its condition. Um, so they receive a lot of broken animals, uh, animals that unfortunately are close to death. But all of all of our other animal welfare organizations in Palm Beach County, you know, when when we are full, we're full, and we can't take any other animals in. So we approached the county in 2013, maybe closer to the end of 2012, and said, you know, we really want to work together. And what we you know, what we call getting off the hamster wheel, you know, and just mm-hmm. doing the same thing over and over and over again. Let's see if we can work together to solve this problem of too many animals being euthanized every year here in Palm Beach County. And the county, thankfully, it tends to be a relatively progressive community. Uh, the county government tends to be a relatively progressive government. We have a very progressive leader at Palm Beach County Animal Care and Control, which is the government-run shelter. And she, Diane Sauvé, saw the value in a partnership between the county and Peggy Adams Animal Rescue League. And so it took about uh, about 18 months for us to work with the county to come up with Countdown to Zero. And so, like you said, Countdown to Zero is this initiative that was officially launched in 2014, February 2014. So we're coming up on the fourth anniversary of the official launch of Countdown to Zero with the goal of saving the life of every animal in Palm Beach County by the year 2024. Um, That was a huge step to get the county, any local government, to commit to a goal uh, that bold when thousands of animals were dying uh, unnecessarily in 2013. That was a huge step for Palm Beach County um, and a step that very few communities anywhere in the country um, has been able to take. It's amazing. Uh, Rich, what is the what's the secret sauce that makes Palm Beach County and and the community partners here be so visionary? Because you know, I don't see this being replicated in too many communities around our country. And and that's an objective. Our one of our objectives is to obviously succeed in our effort here in Palm Beach County, but also to educate other communities in Florida and beyond. Uh, to think about adopting some of the practices that we've adopted. Uh, let me give you a little bit of a uh, sense as to how bad the situation was just a few just a few years ago. Before we initiated the Countdown to Zero uh, initiative, there were a total of nearly 8,000, actually more than 8,000 cats and dogs that were euthanized at the county-run shelter uh, back in 2013. Fast forward to today, four years later, uh, we are getting very, very close, uh, closer and closer to being that goal of saving every adoptable life here in Palm Beach County. 
the euthanasia rate at the county shelter has dropped nearly 70% in those four short years. The real number to, for people to, to look at is what, that, what does that mean in, in real lives saved? And from 2013 to 2017, that equated to 5,500 fewer animals in a one-year period of being euthanized. So 5,500 fewer animals lost their lives in 2017 compared to just four years ago. Unbelievable. So, um, what a victory. We're getting there. They're, we're getting there. Um, we still got a ways to go. Um, but we think we're going to we're going to reach that goal of saving every adoptable animal by the year 2024, well in advance of 2024. And you ask the question as to you know what does it take to do this, and it takes willing partners. This is what I would say is the bottom line. It requires collaboration and a willingness to collaborate. You know when we reached out to the county, tell them that you know we sincerely wanted to work together. I think it was received, and I've been told. It, it was received with a great deal of skepticism, you know, decade after decade after decade of the county and the nonprofit community, there was no collaboration. Mm-hmm. And so there was a, a significant degree of uh, skepticism on the part of the county. And there was some skepticism on the part of, of some people here at Peggy Adams as to whether or not this was going to be worthwhile, uh, whether this was going to work or not. So, you know... It was almost one of those times where all the stars aligned. I had a board of directors that supported this approach to the county. I had a counterpart at the county shelter, Diane Sauvet, the, the director there, who wanted to see real change and, and knew that if we kept doing what we've been doing every year, year after year after year, thousands of animals would keep losing their lives year after year after year. Mm-hmm. And then it was the county government. You know, that was that was huge, that the county had faith in the director of the county shelter, in Diane, and respected her enough to uh, take a leap of faith in setting this pretty bold goal uh, for a community that was uh, euthanizing more than 8,000 animals each and every year. So, you know, some members of the go- county government embraced this initiative because they are animal lovers. And then there were other members of the county commission that, as much as they appreciated the life-saving goal, what really got their attention, I think, was when we laid out to them the waste of taxpayer dollars to take in an animal and simply euthanize it. We pointed out to the county government that they were spending $400 for every animal that was being euthanized at the county shelter. Wow. We're talking millions of dollars being wasted. And when local governments are struggling each and every day to allocate tax resources for very important programs, you know, I think it was really easy for us to say, hey, you know, I heard you yesterday trying to find $30,000 for a program that you're passionate about. Well, if we can do what we're proposing and prevent the euthanasia of animals at the county shelter, you are going to be saving millions of dollars every year that can benefit uh, the community and can be spent much more wisely, obviously. That was a really important case to be made for some members of, of the county government. That was a brilliant case to make. I just did your 5,500 animals that you've saved in one year times 400. That's over $2.2 million. Yeah, when you, when you do the math, uh, it's staggering. So, 
you know, this is not just a question of life and death for a dog or a cat. And this is a question that every member of our community who pays taxes should be concerned about. And so I think that really made a difference in, in getting the county to embrace the countdown to zero effort. It's just fantastic, Rich. What an incredible model you're building that I hope will be replicated around the country to really, number one, first and foremost, save animal lives and really make a difference in the way people think about what it is to be humane in in communities. We see such division nowadays, so it's nice to see something that everyone can agree about, and I think this is one of those programs, one of those efforts. Congratulations. Thank you. You know, and I think it's, you know, and it required a lot of people, obviously not just me to to be involved in this, um, but it really has set a tone in our community of collaboration and that we're not, you know, whether it's Peggy Adams in the county or it's Peggy Adams and other nonprofit rescues in the community, of which there are, you know, several dozen other rescues in Palm Beach County. You know, we try to impress upon everybody that this issue of pet overpopulation and this issue of animals dying unnecessarily in our community was not a problem, was not strictly the county shelter's problem. This Mm -hmm. was a community problem that required a community collaborative effort, and it required all of us nonprofits to see that and to embrace the idea that this is all of our problem, and we're only going to solve this if we are working together. And I think that's, you know, I think it has unified for the most part, a lot of rescue groups uh, here in Palm Beach County uh, to help to help meet that goal. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, Rich, when you think about, you know, this incredible countdown to zero and all the work you've done in Palm Beach County, one thing that I, I really want to compliment you on, in addition to that incredible model that you're building here, is what you've done recently with kittens. I picked up the newspaper the other day and I saw kitten yoga and I just had to smile. What a brilliant idea to really promote adoption of kittens. We're not quite in kitten season, but I know there's always a cat problem. So can you talk to us a little bit about how you've been so creative around cats? Well, you know, it was, you know, it's a case. Every day is a case of needing to get creative when it comes to cats in particular, in South Florida in particular. You know, the cat problem, cat overpopulation challenge here in Palm Beach County is the by far the biggest challenge we have in Palm Beach County and in South Florida in general. And so... Uh, we're always trying to find ways to adopt out as many cats as we can. So just to give you an idea as to why it's so so important to get creative, during the peak of kitten season, typically around June, so we're we're getting close to starting to see a lot of kittens being born in our community, so we're, so we're gearing up for that. But at the peak of kitten season, we will have over 1,000 cats and kittens in our care here alone at Peggy Adams Animal Rescue League. Wow. So, That's a lot of cat chow. <laughs> it is a lot, and it requires a lot of staff, a lot of volunteers. It requires uh, an ever-increasing foster volunteer foster program. Uh, we launched a kitten nursery uh, two years ago to save the life save the lives of those itty-bitty neonate newborn kittens that have been separated from their mothers and can't survive without 24-7 care. And so we launched that two years ago, and last year that provided support to nearly 600 newborn kittens that were born on the streets here in Palm Beach County. So getting back to your, your original question about kitten yoga, I'll say that we have incredible support in the community. We can't do what we do without the generous uh, support of individuals and businesses 
and foundations here in Palm Beach County. So this is an example of uh, the community allowing us to do something very creative. City Place, which is a big retail shopping center in West Palm Beach. We approached them to see if we could uh, utilize one of their empty storefronts. And we were incredibly grateful when they said, yes, we'd love the idea of you having a, what we call a pop-up shop. So in December, we opened up we opened up what we call a pop-up shop in mm-hmm. City Place in downtown West Palm Beach where we could feature animals available for adoption, cats and dogs, sell some items, sell all sorts of animal supplies and products. It's been a huge success, and our staff came up with this great idea. We had so much space in this shop that we said, hey, what about doing kitten yoga? We had a relationship with a yoga instructor, and she jumped on board immediately with the idea. And so on most Saturdays at the pop-up shop in City Place in West Palm Beach, we will have kitten yoga, as many as 20 people uh, pre-register, and they do yoga with kittens. And these kittens (laughs) are are roaming around the yoga floor and and the the people who, the people, I mean, I was blown away by the response. The people doing the yoga, and these these are people who are experienced practitioners of yoga, mm-hmm. and I, I've just been surprised, pleasantly surprised, that they walk out of these kitten yoga sessions just beaming and saying how it was the best experience of their lives. And so people just absolutely eat it up, and, you know, and it promotes adoption of these cats. And, you know, so we adopt out, on average, three or four kittens every weekend that, we, that we're in that store. That's amazing, Rich. Well, I read about it in the paper and I just smiled. I just thought it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And the photo of the kittens was terrific. When you're here, we'll have to sign you up for a yoga class. I think so. I think so. I love it. I love it. Oh, Rich. Well, Rich, I have to tell you, this has been just an incredible conversation, as it always is with you. I want to, again, offer our congratulations to you on your incredible successes here in Palm Beach County as the CEO of Peggy Adams Animal Rescue League. It's incredible how many lives you're saving every year, how many incredible lives of humans you're touching by introducing them to their new best friends. So thank you for all you do for animal welfare. Well, I want to thank you, Robin. You know, Peggy Adams, we are very grateful for our partnership with American Humane. Um, the, the work you do is so important and, you know, saving lives around the country. And, you know, we're honored to be a partner uh, with American Humane. Thank you. The honor is ours, my friend. Well, again, you listeners, you've been tuning in this week to Loving Animals with Rich Anderson, the Executive Director and CEO of Peggy Adams Animal Rescue League, an incredible conversation with one of the most amazing animal welfare leaders in our country. And Countdown to Zero is an incredible, again, community collaboration really designed to end euthanasia of adoptable animals in Palm Beach County. I hope your community will reach out to Rich and try to replicate this incredible model so that around our great country we can save more animal lives. Again, Rich, thanks so much. And listeners, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Loving Animals. And next week we'll have another incredible conversation with another animal welfare leader. I hope you will join me next week. And remember this week and every week, we're loving animals. Take care. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.